0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the All Things Self podcast, or welcome to the All Things Self podcast. You could be a new listener, and I am so happy that you're tuning in if you are, and I'm still so happy that you're tuning in if you are a returning listener. So today's episode is with my brother, Nicholas. I'm super excited about it. He is a senior in high school. He turns 18 today when this is being launched um not when this was recorded obviously because it was recorded beforehand so happy birthday to him and if he's listening to this happy birthday to you happy birthday to you happy birthday dear nicholas happy birthday to you But then, like, you know, if he's not listening to it, then I kind of just sang for no reason, and that's really embarrassing. (laughs) Anyways, so that's what this episode's about. It's about him going through high school, dealing with senior year, and transitioning into going to college. He's going to Pace University in the fall, and I'm super proud of him. He's wanted to go to New York for so long, and he is such a city boy at heart, so I'm really happy for him. I'm so proud of him. He got an amazing scholarship with them, and... I'm just super proud of him altogether and his whole life is just going to flip-flop and transition at a blink of an eye and then we're talking about senior year and just what he's going through right now with doing everything remotely and spending the rest of his senior year remotely. We're also talk about, you know, what inspires him and what motivates him. My brother is so smart and is wise beyond his years and has been through so much and has learned so much and he continues to inspire me and motivate me every single day. So lots of love to him. I absolutely love this episode. Um, The only thing is that halfway through this episode or a little bit before halfway through this episode, his end of the audio just wasn't as clear as it was at the beginning of the audio. It got a little muffly and it kind of is like louder. So it's a little squeaky and i'm sorry about that i did send him i did send it to him and we were deciding if we wanted to re-record it tomorrow and then me try to put it up for the next day cuz today's saturday like the monday beforehand and We decided if we were going to do that or if we just wanted to keep the audio and he said that he could hear it all and that he was really comfortable with it. And if he's comfortable with it, I'm comfortable with it. As much as it's my podcast, it's his episode. It's his birthday episode. And if he's fine with it, then I'm fine with it. So... I'm sorry about that, and if it's too much, I completely understand, but I'm also still learning how to interview people. This is the second person I've interviewed. The other person I interviewed will be on next episode, and then I'll be another solo episode, so I'm super excited about all of that. I'm still learning and we're all kind of just figuring out how to do this thing. So before we get into the episode, I did want to do the whole, what am I grateful for today? And how did I put myself first today? So today I am grateful for the ability to communicate and create, especially during this time period. I absolutely have loved interviewing people the past few days and I love creating things for you all to listen to or to see, or even if it's just for myself and communicating with my friends and my Family, that's a really big part of my life, and being able to do that remotely and FaceTiming people, Zooming people, Skyping people, calling people, chatting with people through Texas has been really helpful for me and makes me really grateful that I'm in a situation and I'm privileged enough to be able to do that. So that's something I'm grateful for. And then, what have I done to put myself first today? I did my kundalini practice. I've talked about this a little bit in the interviews, but I'm totally going to talk about it more in a solo episode. But I did my kundalini practice and I went through a few blocks and I broke through them and I released a lot of emotions and it was really good for me and it allowed me to put myself first. So those are my two things for today. We're going to get into the episode. I don't want to ramble on too long. So without further ado, here's my episode with my brother. Enjoy. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the All Things Self podcast. So today, I have a very special guest. It's my little brother. Say hi, Nicholas.
1: Hi, Nicholas.
0: We're just going to do a little chit-chat. It's his birthday today when this is launching, not on a recording. So I want to do a little birthday special for him. He's a senior in high school right now, which kind of blows for the current situation, But he is wise beyond his years for the most part. So (laughs) I thought it'd be fun to just kind of chit-chat, talk to him, see how he's doing, all of those fun things. So I want to start off with like introduction questions because this is what I do for everyone and I think it would just be fun to do it with you too. So what is one thing that you're grateful for today?
1: Uh, I said that all of my friends and family are healthy. Right now, and that I'm healthy because that seems to be harder and harder to come by currently with the world situation. So, that is what I am grateful for today.
0: Yeah, that's really true. I know that like most of our family is like pretty okay. I mean, like, I don't know everyone's status, but everyone seems to be doing good, coping well.
1: Yeah, yeah, both um, physically and mentally and everything. I know there's a few friends that are kind of stuck at home and they're sort of like bummed out about it. So, we're all just trying to get through it together.
0: Are you like FaceTiming your friends and stuff, like calling them? I know you play video games with friends.
1: Yeah, yeah. Them, so right? there's the Zoom classes. We obviously like we text back and forth like we usually would. Uh, a few nights ago, actually, we went car sunset watching. So we went to one of the, the docks and we all stayed in our cars and watched the sunset.
0: <laughs> That's so fun.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was, it was an interesting experience.
0: Bonding through social distancing. Yes. All right. And then how have you put yourself first today?
1: Uh, I went for a walk this morning, which is something that I've been trying to do every morning lately just to get out of the house because I am just about in this house 24-7 right now. Yeah. So a, a walk every morning usually helps.
0: Yeah, and it helps move, move your energy back. and stuff too. Yeah. Oh. So you're not being so like stagnant in the house. I know lately we've been opening the windows a lot more. Just to, like, have circulation through the house.
1: It's yeah, like, we've opened the windows and everything. And yeah. I've been in my room and then I go into, like, the kitchen and I'll, like, I've been cooking a lot more, too. That's just good. Just because there's nothing to do and I'm like, hmm, I'm anything, hungry.
0: Anything extravagant?
1: Or just no, anything? no, nothing terribly extravagant. Uh I made pasta not too long ago and... I made chicken maybe like a week ago, which ended up being really good. So that was nice. I'm
0: proud of you expanding your palate. Yep, expanding your cooking skills, I should say.
1: We're trying anything to make the days go by a little quicker. Right now,
0: All right now we're gonna do the icebreakers. What's your favorite form of self care?
1: Currently, uh, working out. I started doing that a lot more recently, go and ahead, waiting. Yeah. In oh practice. heck yeah! In writing, I've been writing, writing a lot more. Yep.
0: What type of workouts have you been doing?
1: Uh, like full body, quick, like half an hour workouts. Just like like,
0: hit kind of workouts, or like sprinting? yeah,
1: yeah, the hit workouts and everything.
0: Cardio guy.
1: The card. Yep, cardio guy.
0: I hate cardio so much.
1: <laughs>
0: I've been doing Kundalini yoga.
1: What is Kundalini yoga?
0: Kundalini yoga, it's like a lot of – I'm going to totally butcher what it is. It's a lot of breath work, and it's also like doing – like today, I had to lay on my back and put my legs six inches off the ground and let them stay six inches off the ground for like three or five minutes, like straight. And my legs were shaking so aggressively. I don't know. I don't know how to describe Kundalini, but I've been feeling really good about it.
1: Well, It definitely sounds like it's a strengthening workout.
0: Yeah, it is strengthening. I'm pretty sore after, like, especially the day after, but it doesn't really. And I guess in the moment, you're like not really thinking about it. When I decided to do it, I thought it was going to be like a regular type of yoga thing. Totally not.
1: Not a regular type of yoga thing.
0: (laughs) No. Okay. Um, What's your favorite or what is your go to breakfast or your favorite breakfast? I mean, you can do both.
1: Go to breakfast uh, lately, every morning just about. I've been making a egg and cheese on a bagel because again, I have a lot of time on my hands to cook. (laughs) So that's, that's been my go-to and it's turned out fairly well so far. I've been pleasantly pleased with my egg and cheese sandwiches.
0: Is there like a specific bagel, specific way you cook the egg, specific cheese?
1: Usually it's American cheese. Um, an egg. (laughs) And then...
0: But like, is the egg runny? Or is it just... Yeah, no, I
1: try to cook the egg runny, but it usually doesn't work out. But I really try hard to make sure that the egg is (laughs) running.
0: (laughs) Really trying for the over easy. I
1: am. And it's not working. I think I'm missing something. Um, And then it's on a plain bagel. But the other day, I, I I put it on a cinnamon raisin bagel and it wasn't nearly as good.
0: That does not sound appetizing. It
1: wasn't. I thought I could be creative and fun, but it wasn't good.
0: No. Do, don't no, do no that.
1: <laughs> Those
0: flavors do not combine very well. So
1: yeah, not at all.
0: American cheese. I don't know. I don't think I'd swing that way.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't. I tried to swing that way and it didn't work out.
0: All right. Um, what's the most expiring book you've read? inspiring book you
1: read the uh, kite runner which is a book that we read for my english class not too long ago and it was the first book in a long time that i could kind of really fully get through without getting bored after a while Uh, i'm not usually someone that can sit down and like read a book for long durations of time but that book really kind of caught my attention and there was a good a good message behind it so what
0: was it about
1: it's about an Afghani immigrant who uh moves to America at sort of a, a revolution in Afghanistan and he has he has sort of like a, a a gray kind of shady past that he tries to live with as he's in America and he ends up going back to Afghanistan to sort of uh make up for those mistakes that he made in the past and it's a it was a great book.
0: It sounds good. I don't, see, I'm not like, I'm a big self-help reader, so I don't know if I'd be like super interested in it, but it does sound like it'd be a really good book to read and to get like the message of.
1: Yeah, it was a, it was a really good book. I love that one.
0: How have you stepped outside of your comfort zone recently?
1: Recently, I have uh, stepped outside of my comfort zone. By kind of uh, be start, I'm starting to become okay with being like by myself, being alone. I'm a really extroverted person, and when I'm not super, at
0: school, yeah,
1: yep, yep, <laughs> when I'm not at school. I'm at my internships, and when I'm not at my internships, I'm with all of my friends. So being alone 24 seven is like uncomfortable for me. Like I, it's just sort of like you a see that, yeah, yeah. It's like a, almost like a groggy feeling. You're just like I. I get energy from other people. So I'm starting to sort of get into like a groove of being okay with just being by myself and doing my own thing.
0: Yeah, so this whole situation is just stepping outside of your comfort zone.
1: Yeah, yeah, it really is. I know some of my introverted friends are like A-okay with it. They're home, they are doing great. (laughs) Yeah, that's Uh, me. Yeah, I I figured. (laughs) I'm
0: doing fine. I like go for a walk sometime and sometimes I need to like, Go for a walk to get out of the house, or like get out of whatever I'm doing. But for the most part, I'm fine. I'm also with like Brady all the time, so you know I have someone to talk to. I mean, you have Dad for the most part, but come on, we know Dad. You Dad, you don't talk a lot, Dad. Dad, <laughs> yeah, Dad's not a conversation starter. <laughs> so I see, I see what you're doing. <laughs> um, what's your favorite aspect about yourself, and why? I like this question because it makes people really uncomfortable. Because they're like, um, <laughs> I don't know what I like about myself.
1: Um, just, I'm just taking a second to think about it.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, take your time.
1: Um, favorite aspect about myself. I'm going to go with my sort of, the, the way I sort of take each day is don't take anything too, never take anything too seriously. I, I try not to take anything terribly seriously or else I found that it can be really harmful to like mental health and just sort of like your overall being. So that's my, my ability to not take anything too seriously, I think is something that I've worked at and I'm comfortable to say is my favorite aspect about me.
0: I like that. And I didn't that's even a- think that you would say something like that. In my mind, I was like, his determination like because you do so much and you have like such like a plan for your future where I'm like determination but I really like that one.
1: Yeah, yeah. Determination is around there somewhere but I think that I'd never take anything too seriously is something that has saved me time and time again when it comes to especially school. Because not every grade is life or death, which is something that I totally thought in like middle school, which is ridiculous because middle school doesn't even matter when it comes to like college applications. No one cares about middle school. So um, it really saved me in like high school and stuff over the years.
0: Yeah, that would make sense. And they're both um, mindset type of situations. Like even if you did say like determination or something, that's also like a mindset in itself too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so now I want you to tell the listeners about like you, like who you are, what you do. I know like you're in high school. There's like not a lot going on maybe, but you do do a lot of things. So maybe just tell them about like who you are, what you like, whatever you well, feel like comfortable sharing.
1: So before we went into to social distancing, I did a lot of work with my school on uh, student voices and student, um, the student body. And that's something that I was really involved in and I really enjoyed doing. I do several internships with town organizations and stuff, which has been a lot of fun. And that sort of led me to finding out that I want to go into business uh, in the long run in college and then afterwards. And specifically, I've learned, I think I really want to go into sort of um, media administration, sort of like media management, because I love the world of media. I think that it has so many kind of creative outlets, and that it touches it touches so many people across the world that there's nothing sort of like it. Um, but Is there
0: anything specific about media that you really like?
1: like no, if- I th- I think um, the the big thing that sort of drew me towards. The world of media is that that ability to communicate with millions of people at once. Yeah.
0: I would have to say that's something I really like about it too. And you connect with anyone anywhere, really.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You can find so many different outlets, no matter what your interests are, you can always find something somewhere that you're that people will have in common with you.
0: Yeah, totally. And there's like so many different ways to communicate cuz there's so many various platforms and you can express yourself a ton through media. So
1: Yeah, definitely. But that's that's a little bit about me and where I hope to go in the next few years if we ever get out of our houses.
0: <laughs> one day. Maybe in the near future, maybe in the distant future, but one day. Yeah. I was thinking, because cause, um, quarantine goes over your birthday, it could go over my birthday too. And then we'd both just celebrate our birthdays.
1: That's Zoom. true. Well, yeah, we'll both celebrate our birthdays through Zoom and we'll both sing happy birthday to each other from outside yelling. Except you have neighbors, so they might like, call the police on me. We don't have neighbors.
0: Yeah, I could, I could like yell outside of the house, but I don't really think you should yell outside of my apartment. <laughs> I don't think my neighbors would like that very much. So your story, cause like, I know your story. I'm your sister. I don't know your perspective of your story, obviously. Like we've been through similar things, but your perspective is completely different than my perspective. So what are some things that have shaped you and contribute to who you are? You only have to share what you're comfortable sharing, of course.
1: Uh, I would say, obviously, I think the biggest thing, and, and maybe you can agree with this one, because obviously we come from the same family, but uh, family has definitely shaped me to who I am. And that is because we are such a big family and we have so many different members of our family that a lot of people don't, I mean, some people don't even meet the members <laughs> that we're yeah. this close with. And I think that that sort of, and everyone has helped take care of each other. And I don't think that I would be in the place that I would be at right now if it was just like immediate family. Like it's because we have so many people taking care of each other that I'm where I am today. Like I, I've maybe not relied on, but definitely like looked towards for, for help or advice at times where They've, they've all come together and really helped me over the years. So family is something that I would say has really shaped who I am, along with, I think, living in the North Country, but sort of uniquely wanting to live in a bigger city. I've sort of mm-hmm. taken in the different aspects of what it's like to live in the North Country and how it might be like to live in the city and what like the pros and cons are. Cause that's definitely something that I've, I've thought about. I haven't always been like, Oh, New York is where I'm going to go. Even though many people know that that is where I will probably end up for quite some time, but I've really sort of absorbed both places.
0: Yeah. And they're completely different from each other. I remember from like a young age, you always wanting to go to New York, but it is completely different from where we grew up. Where we grew up, there's people, but it's it's like secluded. Like your graduating class was is how many?
1: 25.
0: Yeah. And like mine was like one of the bigger classes and it was like, what, 48 maybe?
1: If yeah, I remember, yours was like a long 40. graduation.
0: <laughs> yeah. But then there's people in like New York who have like thousands of people graduating with them at the same time and they don't even know everyone in their grade.
1: That's... Interesting. And I'm really starting to see that. I'm really starting to see how other people view kind of socialization in school and how they sort of think it's odd, our situation in high school, because I'm in, I'm going to Pace down in Manhattan and a lot of people who go to that school are from Jersey, Maryland, New York. So they go to these bigger high schools and they sort of talk about their experiences. And then I'm like, I have, like, 25 kids in my class. I'm friends with all of them. Don't start drama because it'll get around. And they're like, I can barely handle the the 300 people, never mind the 25. I'm like, well.
0: Oh. Yeah. And we get to know, like, our classmates more one-on-one. Yeah. Where in Pace, you might not really be able to do that so much if there's, like, a ton of you in the same class,
1: yeah, definitely. Like, you
0: know, the same like year.
1: Yeah, so, and I, don't I am. Know how do you name that? I've had kind of different and unique experiences with because I am one of I think I'm the smallest class at profile, the class of 2020, mm-hmm. and I've had unique and interesting experiences with all 24 of my other classmates. So it's really been something. It's really been something. <laughs>
0: So you also said that family is really important to you and it's important to me too. And I was actually talking to Brady about this yesterday, that our family is just so much bigger than other people's, especially our family in the other states. Uh, Because up here we have like, I can't, like 10 tops probably. Yeah. Yeah. So... In the other states, we have so many and having a big family really just, I feel like captivates a lot of love and shows like how we're all different, but we can all still be together. Is there any specific times with family that really like stand out to you that you like really enjoy like reflecting on or remembering?
1: Yeah, I think um, definitely holidays When we've all sort of come together, regardless of differences. And I think kind of times in celebration of you and I, because it feels like a lot of the time when it was your graduation or now when it's coming up to my graduation or like milestone birthdays, we always had everyone celebrating together.
0: Yeah, we did. Like, our family made sure that
1: yeah, we had
0: yeah. our birthday celebrated. We've always made sure that we had, like, holidays and events and birthdays and everything covered. And even when, like, grandma was working, we'd make sure we, like, went there to see her. Yeah. Which is something I think that was really important for us. Yeah.
1: I remember... uh Kind of one memory or cluster of memories that I sort of always smile when I think back on was when grandpa had his, before he had retired, when he was still working up at the offices, he, I would go with him when I was really little. This was for like 10 years ago. I would go with him when I was really little up to the plant And we would do like a safety inspection almost because each employee, I guess would do one every month. And when it was his turn, he'd bring me up there and I thought it was just the greatest thing. But in reality we were just like walking around making sure like everything was like wrapped nicely in the warehouse. Yeah. (laughs) But I always just got like a great kick out of it. And I think that sort of made it a little more enjoyable for him. So like we sort of, we sort of bonded through, through that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, totally. I mean, Greppo really likes to remember everything that, like, like I guess he'll bring up memories a lot, like, remember when you were little and this happened and we did this? I remember when you were as tall as my knees, <laughs> <laughs> stuff like that. Um, so I like thinking back to those memories and seeing how much, like, the events have shaped me into, like, who I am today. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, family or not? Like, are there any people that is, inspire you? It doesn't have to be family. Um, it can be anyone. You know,
1: definitely say kind of our family as a whole. I would still say that, and then I think a lot of people <clears throat> know it. But I am a huge Lady Gaga fan, and totally, <laughs> totally, and since ever since I started. Uh, like paying attention to her and listening to her music, I think that she inspires me so much because she is like such a kind and seemingly at least down to earth person so it's it's showed me that like kindness goes a long way, and she just seems like one of the most like kind celebrities out there, I think,
0: yeah, and very authentic too,
1: yeah. Yeah. And that, that's something that I think everyone struggles with in, uh, middle school specifically, I'll say is being like authentic, being who you are. And I think that she, uh, in her music really helped me kind of be okay with who I am because living in the North country, you have a lot of sort of, I'll say like the, the jock sort of people almost, Oh, a lot of
0: like sports. Yeah, a lot of sports, sports are really lot, big.
1: Yeah. yeah, sports are really big at like profile and stuff, and a lot of like the uh, outdoorsy sort of four wheeling and mud. Yeah, people. those
0: are like the two big sides. Those are the like, two too. big
1: sides, and I I think that's why I uh, like her so much, and why I like the city so much, because I'm not that, as you might know. <laughs> I am very much. Um, Sort of more, I don't know how how would you just more like I'm more like into like the clothes and stuff and yeah, and all that. So I think that that's really helped.
0: You're more you have like a city type of heart,
1: yeah, yeah, like
0: you like to get dressed up like in nice clothes and do things that make you feel good, like you're on the trivia team, yes, and you like to do that. And that's something that not a lot of people, at least in our area, do, in my opinion. I don't even think like in when I was in high school that we had a trivia team.
1: Yeah, that was something that I had talked to my guidance counselor about, and we actually started that this past year. So that was that was something new that was brought along. It's been fun though. That's been a fun experience. Yeah, like experiment that went well.
0: Yeah, it seemed like you really enjoyed it, and you did it with all your friends.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that was the fun part is that after each match, we would go to like out to lunch or something or out to dinner, depending on what time it ended. And we would all just uh, kind of talk and hang out. And I got to know some people, like some underclassmen, some 11th and 12, 11th and 10th graders that I might not have talked to at all before. And they had joined the trivia team and we uh, everyone kind of became really close.
0: So tell me about high school, because I know it's your senior year right now, obviously. I said that like twice already, but how has high school been for you, despite like what's happening right now, like in general, because high school is so different than middle school. And both of those are pretty different than elementary school, especially because we didn't go to a K through 12 school. And we added new people in, in middle school. So how was high school for you? Like what is, or has been your high school experience? Cause you are really close to graduating.
1: Yeah. Um, high school has been quite the adventure. I always sort of set out to have sort of an adventurous high school experience and surround myself with just as many people as I could because I could again I know I said it earlier, but that's where I kind of get my energy from is from other people. But high school was how do I describe high school? High school was a sort of just a full on adventure in in the end. We none of us really knew what we were doing. We were always sort of taking it day by day, which is sometimes hard because I'm sort of a more organized, structured person. And there are times in high school when I've been like, I'm not sure what to do next. I'm not sure what the next move is. And it's been because of some of my friends and even some teachers and stuff that have helped me get to that next point. So it's been like a kind of a a stepping, each year is a stepping stone and you're trying to hop to the next stepping stone. I know in my graduation speech, I had said that high school is like balancing a dozen plates on sticks, like the circus trick. And every now and then to keep as many of the plates up, you have to let one plate fall off, which is something that I really sort of became comfortable with in my uh, 11th and 12th grade years at Profile because in, in middle school and then in ninth and 10th grade, you really think that everything, everything matters, whether it, be, whether it be academic or socially, just everything matters. And slowly but surely, you learn that not everything matters. So high school, while it taught me a bunch of useful academic stuff, it also taught me some really valuable kind of social things that I feel like a lot of the times you can miss
0: is
1: there anything that you want to share? Definitely the, uh, the uh, don't take anything too seriously, and the letting one plate drop to make sure that everything, uh, to make sure that you can keep as many plates up as possible. Kind of, if if one thing falls apart, it's not the end of the world. You still have an abundance of other things that you can work at and find opportunity i think that's a huge thing because growing up in northern new hampshire i thought to myself like there's nothing to do up here there's no like there's not much to do up here and i found out in my 11th and 12th grade years that there's so many opportunities when it comes to internships and stuff that i took as many as possible because i i I wanted the experience and I saw that there there was opportunity and I didn't want to miss out on that opportunities, those opportunities.
0: Yeah. And those opportunities, especially your internships, will help you throughout the rest of your life, like the experiences and the value that you got from them?
1: Yeah, definitely. I've uh, I've had a fairly diverse kind of group of internships that I've done and each of them Whether I found one more interesting than the other have taught me something unique and valuable that I will definitely use, whether it be in college or in life in general.
0: Yeah, totally. And especially like the direction that you want to go in college, at least as of right now. I mean, it could change in the future, but... Where you want to go right now, I think your internships will really help you get there and already know things that maybe some of your other classmates or other people don't really know of because they didn't have the same experiences or opportunities as you. Because I'm sure that finding, I don't know this for a fact, but maybe finding internships in cities is a little harder, or maybe they don't really do them as much because even though there's so many like places, there's so many students.
1: Yeah, uh, I am sort of fortunate enough to have gotten accepted to and am going to Pace and they are one of the schools in Manhattan that sort of got on the internship boat early and they have they're right in the financial district so they have a fairly large but competitive internship program whereas up here I was like I talked to the internship coordinator and I was like I want to do an internship this is kind of what I think I'd like to do an internship in. And the internship coordinator was like, okay, we'll find you something to do. And I think within probably like two weeks, I was starting not one, but like four internships. So down in New York, it's definitely going to be harder to get into that kind of pool.
0: Yeah, and I'm sure it's going to be a different experience too, because I feel like up here it can be more of a one-on-one type of experience, whereas it might not be so as one-on-one when you're at Pace.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: What's their classrooms like? Like how many students per class do you know?
1: I think it was around 25 students per classroom. Uh, it's a smaller school for Manhattan. There's about 8,000 undergrads. And I think the, the student teacher ratio is like seven or eight to one. Okay. Which Is not terrible. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely a heck of a lot larger than profile.
0: It's totally larger than where you are now, but it's not so large that it may be like extremely overwhelming. Yeah, yeah. So, what are you excited about when you go to New York? I mean, besides just like all the new adventures that college can have for you, is there anything like you're excited about about being in a new environment, like a new area?
1: Yeah, I'm definitely excited to. kind of be a part of the diversity because New York is probably one of the most diverse places, if not the most diverse place that I have ever visited uh, and stayed in. And I absolutely love the diversity and all of the people in New York and you can go down two blocks and it'll feel like a totally different environment in a totally different like city and there's just so many unique experiences that you can have, whether you're a college student or just a New Yorker. And that, that's another thing that I'm definitely excited about for the city is I, when I go to Pace, I am officially going to consider myself a New Yorker and an inexperienced New Yorker, but hopefully, hopefully a New Yorker.
0: Yeah, that'll be really fun. And it's like because it has been somewhere you've wanted to go to for so long. Like, I don't know. I think like I remember when you're like eight or nine, you're like, I'm gonna go to college in New York. I think at that time it was something for completely different than what you want to go to to do now. But it's really exciting, and then you'll got to be a New Yorker and have the New York experience, and then be able to guide like family and friends around if they visit you, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I kind of practiced the guiding this past, oh, what break was it? This was February break. My friend and I, we went down to New York and I had never been to Brooklyn before and he'd never been to New York before. So I was like, let's go into Brooklyn. He was like, okay, sure. And we got over to Brooklyn. A-okay. We did great and then coming back we got on the wrong train and we went deeper into Brooklyn. but we we managed to get ourselves back to manhattan but it was just a funny experience but that i think is my favorite one of my favorite parts about new york is that you can hop on a train and go somewhere and it'll be a a new experience every time you get off the train wherever you are
0: yeah yeah, that'd be really fun. I mean, I've only ever been to New York once, honestly, with grandma. I think it was like my 15th or 16th birthday. And I was really overwhelmed at the time because there was just, there's so many people and there's so much to do. And I was like, I don't know what to do. Like, cause it's just a completely different environment, but I totally would like to go for a few days this coming year. And just see what it's about, especially now that I'm more confident in myself. Because like when I was 15 and 16, like I was not confident in myself. so like <laughs> I was like, I don't want to go to a city, like too many people. But now I'm super chill about it. So that'd be really fun. So I can come visit you and you can show me around town. Sure, come on down. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> so going to college is going to be like a huge transition, especially leaving all of your family and your friends that you have up here and all the friends that like you've made and of course you can still talk to them and facetime them and be like with them virtually and then visit them and stuff but how are you starting to deal with the transition of your life's going to completely shift
1: I have definitely always been a little more open and comfortable with going off to college and i think it's because i compared to some of my friends i have a much more planned out future in college i know some of my some of my friends haven't even chosen their college yet and some of my friends they they think they know what they want to major in and some of them don't know what they want to major in and that's perfectly okay too Uh, I think that college is definitely a time to experiment with different sorts of life paths and what you want to do. But I think being so confident in uh, what I want to major in and where I want to be for the next few years, at least, I think has definitely helped me in that transition from high school to college.
0: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense because you've been preparing yourself then. Because like when I went to college, I went to community college and I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I just kind of did something because I felt really pressured to pick something. Yeah. Uh, Because at the time, at least my experience is that sometimes you can feel pressure to pick a degree in a college because that's what like everyone around you is kind of telling you to do.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah. So I can see how it was like easier for you to transition and obviously like when I transitioned it was like I was still I was I lived in my own apartment um a few times but I was still like in the same area
1: yeah I uh kind of choosing which college I wanted to go to was sort of a battle for me because there's so many different college experiences that you can have and I'm having such a unique and different college experience going to pace right in kind of the heart of manhattan uh, one of the big things that i battled with was do i want to have my campus be the city or do i want to have my campus be like an actual like traditional green campus and have that sort of traditional college experience and uh, in the end i i knew i found out that i wanted to go to the city uh and be in the city I didn't want to go to New York and be right outside of the city
0: yeah and it'll be like your own college experience like yeah in a very individual experience anyway and it will be completely different than the traditional type of college but at the same time like you'll still have like a normal college experience where you like go to classes and I'm sure there's like parties and all that fun stuff that You'll be invited too. (laughs) Um, Are you nervous? Like, I guess not nervous, but are you feeling like the feelings of leaving your friends?
1: Yeah, and especially now a lot more than before because Mm -hmm. we're just losing so much time now. It, it It does kind of stink where it's like we wanted to really Have like that senior spring, and hopefully, we'll have that senior summer. But right now, I think we're all sort of battling with leaving for college with a lot of maybe like unfinished plans or unfinished business. Because I was really expecting to have to spend a lot of time with a lot of friends throughout like my last quarter of senior year. So that's definitely something that I've been battling with more and more as we get closer to the end
0: is there anything you guys are doing to make the most of it even in this time of like uncertainty and in this time of crisis like are you talking to each other more like checking in on each other more still
1: yeah we're definitely all seeming to act a little more caring towards each other like i get a lot of texts and i send a lot of texts saying hey how you doing are you holding up in your, in your house. And of course, some of my friends are like, yeah, of course. And some of them are like, no, I'd really like to to get out of the house. And we meet up and have our little like car meetups at the, the, to watch the sunsets and stuff. And hopefully uh, this weekend, I'll have just a couple friends over and we're going to have like an outside sort of fire just so we can all maintain social distancing and stuff.
0: Yeah, it's still six it's feet weird. apart. Yeah,
1: it's all still six feet apart and stuff. And but it's it's smaller than I expected, but it's some of my closest friends, and I think that's what's important.
0: Yeah. And is there anything like you'd want to say to anyone who's going through this time of uncertainty that feels like they're getting something taken away from them or ripped apart from them to help them like push through it?
1: I would say that if you feel like you're missing out on something, don't waste any time when we, when we get out of this social distancing sort of pandemic issue. I think that uh, once we're all back into the groove of things, we shouldn't take for granted our friends, our family, our health. I think that we should really value that a little more. And I think that we should, value the time that we all have together a little more because it can very easily be taken away from us, I'm seeing.
0: Yeah. It, and super fast, too. Yeah. There wasn't, like, much warning. Like, it like when I lost my job, when I got laid off, there wasn't really, like, a warning. It was kind of like I worked the day before and then the day after I got a call and they're like, yeah, well, we can't, like, you can't come in again. Sorry.
1: <laughs> so. Yeah, I remember we were called for a regularly scheduled community meeting assembly at uh, on a Friday and we went in and there was a quick presentation about COVID-19 and everything and what we should do to prevent it and kind of beginning to those first few things of social distancing while we were still in school and our principal was like we will see you all on Monday have a great weekend and then on Sunday the governor came on and was like there's not going to be any school for at least 3 weeks. So I mean it changed in a blink of an eye. Not even the school knew what was going to happen. They thought that we were still going to be in there Monday. So that was that was something that changed very quickly.
0: Yeah, super quickly. And it seems that a lot of schools are handling it as well as they can and pretty well. In general, a lot of them are getting on Zoom calls and making sure that their students are still learning and having some sort of experience even when we're all in our own house or our own rooms and Feeling like we're in a box.
1: Yeah, definitely. I uh, I've seen some pretty crazy things, in in a good way that that schools are doing. I know a lot of them are still trying to provide meals, uh, breakfast and lunch for students who would have eaten breakfast and lunch at school because they couldn't get it at home. So like the buses are going around and delivering those meals still and everything, which I think is a A great thing because we can't, we can't forget that that's, they still had other needs that weren't academic in, while they went to school.
0: Yeah. And this whole situation has shed a lot of light on things that I didn't realize were happening. Like it showed how privileged I am and how much I have and how much I have to be grateful for and how other people you know, may not be able to afford groceries or may not be able to have their next meal or school is their safe space or whatever it may be. So that's how I've been feeling about it all. I'm just really coming from a place of gratitude and awareness, being aware of like what's going on and how it's impacting everyone and doing what I can do to help others which may not be like a lot compared to like people who can donate tons of money and like donate tons of things, but doing what I can do to like hold space for others and be there for others, especially during this time. A lot of my coworkers are just really missing, like having connection
1: too. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, it's definitely important to um, help each other out in, in different ways. I know I've talked to a few of my friends and we've we've all helped each other sort of make sure that we're getting through this all together in any way that we can, even though we can't be there with each other right now. And I think that's important is just kind of helping helping everyone that we we can help right now.
0: Yeah. So we'll transition out of this this topic, <laughs> and let's talk about your birthday. Are you excited at all, even the slightest, or are you just uh, no? Like, I, eh?
1: I'm excited about my eighteenth birthday. I'm trying to maintain kind of a, a happy sort of atmosphere right now. I know that it's not what I expected it to be. It'll definitely be a unique story that I can tell. Yeah, totally. Future. <laughs> um I was the uh, COVID nineteen I was the COVID eighteen birthday. Yeah. Um Huh. So that's definitely something that I have been trying to maintain high hopes about. I'm really happy that I can have a small something with a couple of my closest friends rather than nothing at all. I'm happy that we were able to quickly throw that together. And I am still hoping to have something once all this ends, just to like with family and stuff, just because this, was a time when I was looking forward to seeing grandmas and aunts and stuff who were going to come up, but I hope that we can do that in the future. But yeah, right now I'm, I'm maintaining as high a hope as I can.
0: Yeah. Are you going to do anything for yourself on your birthday?
1: Um, I don't think anything specific right now. I am definitely going to, uh, I have some Zoom classes that I have to do because we do. It is a Monday still, so and we do have classes and everything still. So I am going to see my friend, most of my friends, through Zoom, which will be nice because I I do like to go to school on my birthday, honestly, because I get to see all my friends, I get to see all my teachers and stuff, which is just like a nice thing. So that's that's something that I'm looking forward to.
0: Are you going to like request a dinner from dad or anything?
1: Yeah, I'm I can. I'll think of something to ask for. I don't think it'll be terribly extravagant because we can't go anywhere. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, he can like pick something up from the store when he does a grocery run.
1: Yeah. 18th birthday present, all the extra toilet paper. <laughs> so, you know. I
0: just want that for my birthday, nothing else.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Now that high school is almost over and you're transitioning to going into college and all of that, is there anything you've realized that you're going to miss from New Hampshire?
1: Besides the friends and like all the friends that I have at school and uh, all of the family that I won't see every day, I will say probably I will miss about New Hampshire is the fresh air. Totally, yeah. (laughs) I, I realize it every time I go, I go to New York City and then I come back up to New Hampshire. And the first thing I notice is how much more fresh and how much more cleaner the air is up here so that is something that i'm sure i'll get used to down in new york i when we were down there for a weekend i see you sort of kind of blank that out after like the first day but it is something that i will definitely think back on fondly
0: (laughs) be like hi remember the times where the wind was blowing and it smelled like flowers
1: yep and, and, of course, the friends and family I'll miss, too. Because I see mom, dad, dad, grandpa. I see most people almost every day, at least a few times a week. And I, I used to see my friends every day, too. <laughs> so I'll definitely miss, miss all of my... Yeah, I'll miss all my daily encounters with all of my friends.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. I feel like I'd miss the fresh air a lot and, like, the... Not have like, being neighbors with someone, I guess. Like, I'm neighbors with someone now because I, like, I live in an apartment. But when I was at dad's house, we didn't really have like neighbors there down the road from us. It's yeah. really nice to kind of have like privacy. And I feel like in the city, everyone's kind of like on top of each other, unless they live like in the part of New York that's kind of more secluded, less people. Yeah. But you're going to be in the city. So you're just going to be around people all the time.
1: Yeah, I'll be in the heart of it all. <laughs>
0: Your extrovert energy is going to rise up.
1: Aye, that's, that's the goal.
0: Yeah, you're going to totally be like amped up all the time, like super there excited. Will,
1: there will never be a dull moment. That is the hopes.
0: Yeah, so is there anything else you really want to like talk about, share with anyone, with the listeners?
1: I don't think so. Make sure to to socially distance and wash your hands.
0: Girl, I've been washing my hands so much that I've got these like weird bumps on my fingers
1: yeah, I've been like. I think they're irritated. Before meals, after meals, you should be washing your hands if you go to the bathroom. Regardless, yeah, everyone was doing that pre and after most. you work out. Yes, and after you work out,
0: because like I touch the ground a lot when I work out. I don't know what my cat's bringing onto that ground. And <laughs> I don't know what's going on.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's uh hang in there. It's. Hopefully I'm really hoping that I'll be back in school by May fourth.
0: I'm rooting for you. And if <laughs> not, I hope that you get your summer all to yourself and your friends. Yes.
1: I, I hope that senior summer is is a restorative time.
0: Yeah. And like and even if like you only had a few weeks or something, I know that you'd make like the most of it with your friends.
1: Yeah. I'd you'd probably spend every single day with each to. other. Yeah, we definitely want to do something this summer big.
0: Yeah, maybe you guys can go, like, on a big hiking, camping trip or something.
1: Yeah, yeah, we're definitely, we might reschedule our senior trip, depending on how the next, like, month goes for later in the summer. Yeah. Right now, we're we're taking it one day at a time.
0: That's all you can do. And everything kind of just, like, it, like, the media comes out kind of close to, like, the end of the month, and then you're like, oh, just kidding, like, another month.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: So was there something that you wished you were asked that I didn't ask you or like you've always wanted to be asked this question and like no one's ever been like, hey, Nick.
1: I don't think so. We covered almost all the bases, I think.
0: I've covered the bases of your life and of high school. Yeah, I think
1: so. I think so. We skipped over middle school, which is good. That's fine.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Well, if you think of anything, let me know. I'll put it in the show notes completely cool. up to you so i know that you actually don't know either one of these things and i'm going to ask you anyway you might okay. know but what is your sun your moon and your rising do you know i meant to look no. this up and i forgot i asked mom for your birth time and then i got
1: sidetracked i'm I- not sure i know i was born very like early in the morning i was born at like like five like 40 years yeah
0: you're born at like four something because she sent it to me and then i meant to look it up but then i could not like i just did not
1: yeah i was born reason. really really early
0: but I know that you are. You're an Aries,
1: yes. And I, I am not uh, like a, a huge sort of zodiac person, but I yeah, am I certainly proud to be an Aries.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're very much an Aries. Very like confident, driven, on the go, want to be in charge type of fiery yeah, that's energy. Definitely
1: something that I've, I never have been as hugely into kind of zodiac signs as you, but I am definitely. Uh, okay with being an Aries.
0: Yeah, I was telling Brady this the other day, maybe last night or something. I was like, my brother is very much an Aries, <laughs> and I'm very much a Cancer, and that's we're we're polar opposites.
1: Yeah, yeah, we are just about polar opposites.
0: <laughs> right, and then do you know your Human Design? I'm assuming you don't. I bet you're a manifesting generator or a generator, but I don't know which one you are.
1: I'm not sure.
0: Okay, I'm totally what gonna look this awesome, up. Though and at least tell you about it. Maybe I'll Perfect. put it in the show notes if people are interested. But I'm pretty sure you're a Manifest Generator because I'm a Manifesting Generator, and Manifesting Generators can essentially just do a bunch of things they love at like a time, like do a whole bunch of different projects that they love and not feel drained out. Or you may be just a generator where you focus on one thing, and that's like your favorite thing.
1: No, I think um, the Manifest Generator sounds... More like me, I tend to do a lot um, kind of frequently, and I tend to do uh, like almost a, a little bit of a lot of different things. Like, I'll work a little bit here, and then I'll work a little bit there, and I'll sort of uh, kind of work at uh, all of them throughout like the same time.
0: Yeah, and do you try to like get it so you're pretty exhausted at the end of the night so you can fall asleep?
1: Yeah, I definitely try to do as much as possible so I'm not up super late.
0: <laughs> yeah, because I realize because I'm a manifesting donor that if I'm not like worn out by the end of the day, I have such a hard time falling asleep.
1: Yeah, that's been something that I've really uh, kind of been struggling with lately because I had, especially this past senior year, I had really sort of nailed the sleep schedule where I was almost always asleep by like 11 and now it's like one, two o'clock rolls around because there's not much to do throughout the day. So we're, uh, we're trying to fix that sleep, sleep schedule, though, because I think that that's a really important thing to, to have nailed down.
0: You're going to have to do more throughout the day, like wear yourself out. Yeah. Maybe like exercise more, write more. I don't know. Do something.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm going to find, I'm slowly trying to find more things to do.
0: So how are you going to put love and care into yourself for the rest of the day?
1: For the rest of today, I am going to be kind of just what we talked about. I'm going to try to be as active as possible. Not let myself sit around and quarantine too much.
0: (laughs) Move that Aries energy around. Yep. Okay. And is there a quote or saying you want to leave the listeners with?
1: Quote or saying that I want to leave? Or just
0: a piece of advice.
1: I'm not sure. I don't think so. All I can say, and it goes back, I know we talked about it a couple of times, but don't take anything too seriously, especially in times like this when when everything seems like it's seriously the end of the world. It's it's not, and we can all get through it. So don't take anything too seriously.
0: Yeah, that's a good one. Remember that, everyone, especially if you have been trying to like push yourself to do things or you're really stressed out or whatever it may be. I think it's a good one to remember so where can people find you
1: instagram and i'm mostly on instagram i have twitter but i think instagram which is just nick meachin that's where i'm most active
0: do you want to like, give your twitter just yeah, like you sure. mentioned it
1: twitter is and Nick Meechian again.
0: <laughs> Pretty straightforward. They'll both be in the show notes too if you don't know how to Yeah, so <laughs> I guess this is the end of it. Thanks for being on. I love chatting with you. It's like the most we've chatted in a while <laughs> because we've been so busy with school and Zooming.
1: Well, thank you for having me. I'm happy that we got to talk.
0: Yeah, me too. Bye, everyone.
1: Bye, everyone. Thank you.
0: All right, everyone. So that's the end of today's episode. I'm super happy that you all got to hear about my brother a bit. I absolutely love that he came on the podcast and I had a really good time talking to him and reflecting on like the past and understanding his high school experiences more and why he's so excited to go to New York. He's going to do amazing things out there. I know it for a fact and I can't wait to have him on again, probably after he's already been in college to see how things have changed. And what college has been like for him so I'm really excited to, to do future episodes with my brother and I hope that his birthday was all that he wanted it to be like so I challenge you all to embrace change or uncertainty this week and also to not take things so seriously as Nick would say I think it's important for us to understand that not everything is in our control like for instance me and the audio, that's not in my control, and I shouldn't take it so seriously, and I should kind of just flow. So I'm going to embrace the flow. I'm going to embrace not taking things so seriously. I'm going to embrace the change and the uncertainty, and I challenge you all to do the same with whatever may come up. This is a very uncertain time period, and we're changing and shifting. At least for me, there's a ton of internal shifts. So I really say to embrace that, and if you do that, let me know on my socials, and let Nick know on his socials if you liked anything during the episode or if you liked anything that he said or anything stood out at all. If you want to hear more from me, you can follow me on my Instagram and my blog and also my Facebook page. They're all linked in the show notes as well as all of Nicholas's socials. Those are all linked in the show notes. So if you're interested in any of that, go check those out. I would absolutely love it if you all rated and reviewed my podcast. It means so much to me. I would love to hear your feedback, and even if you don't want to rate it, if you just give me some feedback, let me know what you like, what you didn't like, what you'd like to hear more of. That'd be really fun. Next week's episode is another interview episode, and then I'm going to go back to doing a few solo episodes, and then I plan to have a few more guests on, especially during this time of uncertainty. It's really nice to be able to record with people remotely even if like technical issues come up it's really nice to be able to open the conversation and open the podcast to more people so that's what I'm planning on doing and I guess with all of that being said I will let you all go I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your day night whatever time it is and I cannot wait to chat with you all soon bye everyone